Hey, what's up, guys? Nance Hoover here, Bars Loaded, Episode 5 podcast with the infamous Coach T. Um, what's up? We asked uh, several questions um, over the past couple weeks, and we got uh, several of them in now. And we're going to go over them, um, talk about training, talk about how T got to start, and, uh, you know, basically just kind of shoot the shit. Yeah, definitely. So, um, first off, um, I know everyone knows who you are, but if you want to kind of give a little background on yourself, you know, how'd you get your start in lifting? Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, what I started, like I, you know, I always say this, it's always hard to um, talk about something that I love to do so much without having to tell those stories. So, you know, without taking up all the time, I want to kind of just give a, just a brief run about, you know, how I got started and then in lifting in general, you know, it's... And, you know, people always ask me how long I've been doing it. Christ, you know. When I was thinking about it, it, if you think about it, it could be close to 30 years. I don't know. I mean, shit, I'm 55 years old. <coughs> but so, you know, but anyway, I um, actually first started lifting weights when I was like right around when I was 15 years old, 16, when I, uh, for um, high school uh, preseason wrestling, got introduced to the weight room then. And, um, but if you want to go back further than that, you can, you know, I mean, I, started lifting my uncle's weights in my grandma's garage. She lived next door to us, and I used to get sore all the time. I thought it was cool as shit, you know, and so, but anyway, I used to call my friends, and nobody ever wanted to lift me. Just, I just did it. I was the only one that had love for it. Anyway, moving on into high school, you know, preseason wrestling. I got uh, got to do it that, that one season for wrestling. I loved it. I actually loved it more than the sport. Um, that's where I actually really fell in love. And then um, going to my sophomore year, in the summer, you know, the um, football coach uh, wanted to start a weightlifting program. You know, he was like way ahead of his time. His name was Coach Dow. You know, I was all into that because it was weights, you know, and uh, of course, I wanted to get better at football, whatever. But um, he started me, you know, he started us lifting, you know, and uh, of course, after a while, everybody kind of got bored, and um, except me and a few guys, and even the few guys got bored, and I ended up kind of being his workout partner, his training partner, and you know, he taught me a lot, you know, and, and just, you know, and I, um, I owe him a lot. And one day I'd like to thank him, you know, that's on my, on my bucket list. He, definitely before I go somewhere, before I pass away, hopefully I can talk to him before he gets too old. But anyway, you know, he started me lifting then. And then, um, and then uh, one of my, one of my training buddies lived next door to a guy who, um, was actually a power lifter. He was a little bit older than us. And he goes, you guys need to be going down to the, uh, to the Y and, the why at the time used to be an old retired high school, which is called Alkey High. Anybody from here knows that knows that high school, the old Alkey High in Central. It's a cool ass building. Anyway, in the in the basement was a badass weight room, and they used to actually call that the dungeon. I didn't know that until I started going there. When I first walked in there, I go, "Holy shit!" It was full of jacked ass hardcore motherfuckers and. You know, and um, I still remember some of their names, Fitzpatrick, Henry, these jacked-ass dudes and strong as fuck, you know, and there's certainly nothing I'd ever seen before. They had deadlift platforms, you know, um, power racks. It was definitely a cool-ass gym, even by today's standards. So, started training in there with a couple of my buddies, you know, I used to get whoever would go with me, you know, and um, um, sometimes I'd go by myself. You know, and then uh, I'd start training. I learned how to deadlift, squat, you know what I mean? Um, of course, I didn't know how to squat great yet, but um, it was definitely a, my introduction to the 
to the sport. Those guys used to compete even back then and bodybuild. There's bodybuilders in there. But it was that hardcore, old school atmosphere that um, you can only really see in magazines nowadays or in some old movies. Um, but we had that here, you know, and so I started doing that and, you know, and um, never competed at that age. I uh, continued weightlifting. My neighbor had, I mean, my neighbor across the street and I built the weight room. I took my weight sets over there, so I'd go to the Y, I'd go there. Sometimes I'd lift three times a day, you know, I just, I just couldn't get enough of it. Kept going from there. Went to the military, still lifted, got out, and when I was about, when I got out, I was about 24, 25, uh, a buddy of mine, Scott Pluto, um, brought me back into the, into training with him, and he was kind of into powerlifting, wasn't really competing at the time, but he got, he introduced me to it, and, um, got hooked up with my other buddy, Leonard Rue, who was competing, and we started competing, and that was, I was about 26, um, started doing it, and, um, I kept going up until, I don't know, about maybe 32-ish, and when, uh, I decided to step down from the sport. I didn't actually ever get to finish what I really wanted to do, but I chose to be a dad because I, uh, my son was born that year and um, that was certainly way more important than, you know, lifting weights. And so, you know, I'm not gonna talk about what I could have, should have done, you know, I mean, I can talk about what my best lifts were. You know, at like 198, I squatted 700 raw, 220s, you know, I squatted 750 raw and I still had more but like I said I'm not gonna even say you know I would have should have could have done and I could have been great I'm not gonna brag on that you know I don't know what I could have done hopefully it would have been great and I, I you know I re, I stopped doing it raised my son for a while um I ended up getting divorced my first marriage that didn't work out why because of powerlifting I you know my, my marriage is basically ruined because of powerlifting um just the way it was, you know, I love the sport that much. I have no regrets either, you know. It is what it is, what it is. you know, I have no regrets. I, if I had to do it over again, I don't think I'd change anything. You know, I love this sport. I love what I, you know, what I did. Um, anyway, um, that's what happened. I um, stayed away from the sport for a while, you know, decided to go back because I was getting depressed. I was in lifting and um, long story short, I met a... Uh, a guy named Jay Garcia, who happens to be one of our um, one of our partners in the gym. You know, he um, I was introduced to him by a friend of mine. Uh, everybody should know she's a local uh, local celeb in um, in the Iron Game in this town, uh, Jessica Rinaldi. You know, she's uh, she's done a lot for the sport. She ended up introducing me and Jay. We started training, and then uh, things happened from there. I started coaching at the high school. Wrestling, I started, you know, um, doing the strength conditioning along with that. You know, that was actually definitely my forte, you know what I mean? And uh, um, I started doing that and I started studying athletes and learning and doing more and more. And, um, and that brought me to introduction of another partner, uh, Jordan Chavez, who at the time was probably what, you know, 11, 12? 12 years old. 12 years old. And uh, he's actually our other partner in the in the, um, in the Zia Strength Systems. Um, so he's been training. He started training with us, and then um, of course that introduced me to his brother Nez Hoover. We call Shuby. You know, we started, and um, you know, we brought some other guys. We had some other guys, Freddie Wu, 
you know, um, SD, you know, we started, uh, we started a little, uh, little group there, you know, and we had a, we just trained where we could. And then, um, as I was coaching, you know, of course I had, I started getting privileged and access to the, to the school gym, which, um, I eventually, um, was given the, um, opportunity to rebuild completely. We got some funds to rebuild that through, um, one of the other, um, um, athletic administrators and they gave us 50 grand. So we bought, I bought, um, I ordered power racks, reverse hypers, bunch of other shit. We built that gym. It was cool as shit, man. I don't know. We had, what do we have? Like eight, eight, nine power racks. Cool, yeah. Yeah. It was a sample system. Like, you know, it was, it was cool as shit. So we started, so from there we started, uh, bringing athletes in from the school. And, you know, and that's something Real Grand has never had. Not not to that level, anyway. I know that for a fact. You know... I don't was, know if anyone's really had that in this area. No, I mean, I'd be surprised if nobody had this in, in, in the whole... In Albuquerque. I mean, we had 40, 50 kids, you know, in the, in the weight room. You know, we had blasting rap music, you know. Strongman every Friday's outside, pulling sleds. You name it, we had... Puking. We had puking, you know. We had, the whole, we had the whole nine yards going, you know. It was... <laughs> it was definitely we, we definitely changed the culture here in the South Valley especially you know and the, and the kids they were off the streets all summer and they were in the weight room you know who does that you know what I mean I mean you know who has the opportunity to do that right now we had the we did you know we changed the culture and one thing I'm I'm, I'm blessed inside that I was that I had, I had the opportunity to be a, um, a part of those kids life you know and especially especially as they were growing and hopefully they'll carry this on with them, you know. And uh, you know, we eventually got thrown out of that out of the high school gym. I'm not going to get into details; no big deal. It wasn't for anything bad that we did. It was some Polit- political a, a political new coach coming in who didn't like his athletes training with us. He wanted he wanted the athletes, and he didn't know he know what the fuck he was doing. But I'm not going to talk bad about him. It's not before. <laughs> except, a, except tell him that he don't know what the fuck he's doing. Except he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I, if you. Ever sees it, hears this. I think that guy, I think he went like two and 18 in two years. So. Yeah, shit, I didn't do shit. Anyway, you know, we started, um, you know, we left there and we said, shit, we gotta, we gotta open our gym. We can't stop this stuff, you know? And so we, we ended up opening the strength systems, you know? And it's, and it's, you know, me, Jade, Shuby, Jordan, you know, us four, we, you know, we opened up the gym and that's the strength systems and, you know, and, um, we're still, we're still doing this stuff. I came out of retirement to compete for these guys one more time. You know, I went to compete at Super Training, which is cool. I, I even competed in multiply gear. It was cool. But that's pretty much in a, you know, in a roundabout way. That's what, that's, that's what, I, what I've been doing. I'm still doing this. I'm 55 years old, you know, and I still love this shit, you know. And, um, and you know, these guys keep me young, you know. They, they, I don't take the challenges like I used to from them because I just... You, you brought me into this. You talked me into this being uh, ruined my life, and hey, <laughs> no, but I'm just kidding. But uh, so, like I said, we you know we've collected a bunch of questions over the last couple of weeks. Uh, taping of this kind of got delayed. Uh, I was sick for about two weeks, couldn't even freaking talk. Um, but we'll get started with uh, a couple of questions. Our first ones, our friend from Grow Strong, um, Remy, and he basically he's wanting to know like. How to lose fat but still gain strength um, as a strength athlete? I believe he he does some powerlifting, um, does some strongman stuff. I think he's a little bit of crossfit. I think he does a whole lot of everything. But 
Yeah, Remy, yeah. Uh, yeah, what's up, Remy? Um, you know, so uh, this, is, this is actually kind of sometimes this could be actually a tricky question to answer because, you know, I mean, because typically what happens when you, you know, when you, um, when you start to lose weight, and especially if, you, if you're carrying some fat on you, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's just, it is what it is. As you start to lose the fat, you start to lose leverage sometimes, and you see a, you know, you can see a strength decrease. But at the, you know, at, at, the, at the same time, what you, what the other thing you might see is a relative strength increase. It means as, you know, there'll be some other things you'll be able to do a lot easier. But it, what, the first thing you'll lose is, is like um, stuff like the squat, you know, um, the um, your bench, your your pressing, you know, some some of your, your overheads they they start to struggle a little bit because you lose those leverages. But a lot of times, you know, that sometimes if you if that's important to you, then you got to be willing to take take those steps back. And as you lose the fat and you get to where you want to be, you start you start gaining your strength back. That you start gaining muscle. But you got but you got to put on that muscle, and that you know, and, and that takes. But at the same time, you got to eat. You know, but as you lose that fat, you got to learn how to eat right. You know, and um, and eating right in the beginning is just not eating right. Sometimes it's eating right all the time. You know, it, it, it depends, you know, you, you got to, that sometimes needs to be a sacrifice at first, but after a while it's not a sacrifice, it becomes a way of life, eating healthy. I, my saying is, if you eat healthy at least 90% of the time, you're going to be fine. And I, but what I mean by that is sometimes you might have a, call it a cheat day, call it whatever you want, just call it, a, I call it a break. You know, sometimes, you know, I mean, Sometimes, you know, even the way I eat now, so my, sometimes my break is I don't eat. That's my break, believe it or not. I, just, I, I skip a meal because typically I don't skip meals. But um, that could be, a, you know, it just becomes a way of life. But just know you're going you're gonna to lose some strength initially, more than likely. I'm not saying for sure because there's nothing written in stone in this. But as you start to lose more fat, lose more weight, you lose leverage. So just be prepared for that. But it's not, it's not the, it's not the end game. It's you have to put that back, put it back, put the weight back in muscle. But that's to be done from eating right, eating a lot. So hopefully that answers your question, Remy. Um, next one we got from uh, Derek Robinson. Um, I believe he trains out at CrossFit Durango, and he says, as if, uh, I'm finding as I age, recovery is becoming a lot more important. What are some of your methods? Well, you know it's. Uh, you know, as, as you as you start to get start to get older, you know your your re, recovery definitely suffers because you can't handle as much, and but then then you can't still do it. I mean, shoot, you know, I mean, I I mean, I wish I was I wish I was forty five. If I was ten years, even when I was ten years younger, I could recover a lot better than I can now. So you have to constantly constantly be adjusting. As you get older, you got to get smarter and smarter, and that's like every year. You'll notice differences as you get to a certain age. Every year is different, you know. But just the things to remember is sometimes you might have to, you might not be able to go heavy every week if you don't feel it. You know, you got to just play it by ear. Sometimes you might, instead of going up to 100%, you might go to 90%, maybe for a couple of singles. Sometimes you might not. Sometimes you might replace that with some volume work. But just remember, if you're going to use volume work, make sure you use your volume work in a rep scheme. That way you're not going too heavy. You know, if, he's try, if you're trying to do, you know, I see people, I'm going to do 90, uh, 85% 10 times. 
Well, you know... Probably I not your 85%. Probably not your 85%. You know, and I wouldn't try that. Just lower the weight and get some work. You know, I always say, you know, like Louis always says, you know, strength is built over time. It's the accumulation of work over time that makes you strong. So it's, there's nothing wrong with stepping back sometimes and hitting that volume when you have to. <clears throat> you know, you got to be smart. You know, you can't, you might not be able to lift heavy every time. And also try, you know, maybe stuff like sled pulling, you know, in between your heavy workouts. You know, get the blood flowing through there. Not heavy sleds, just moving, 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 rep, repetition. You know, just getting a lot of work, getting getting the blood flow, getting your joints moving. Stuff like that's going to help you recover, of course. You know, I mean, rolling out, you know, and stretching. And, you know, of course, make sure you're getting enough sleep. It's, that's important to make sure you're eating well. The older you get, the better you got to eat, man. That's the bottom line. And the better you got to sleep. As you get older, we don't sleep as much. You know, and that's supposedly the way it is. But you got to make yourself sleep. I don't, anytime you get a chance to take a nap, do it. You know, stuff like that helps you recover, man. Hope that answers it. Um, you touched a little bit on Louis Simmons, and uh, I think it's an important story to get out there. You know, a lot of people want to know how you got your start. Conjugate, uh, for a long time, we were, Zia Strength Systems was pretty much the only, only, I guess, only gym doing conjugate stuff here in the Southwest, anyways. Um, and now it's kind of caught up a little bit, but I think it's an interesting story. Uh, the way yeah. you kind of got your start working with Louis and and, oh, yeah. uh, and it really shows the difference of the times. You know, now we got social media. You can tag Louie and stuff. Or Louie doesn't have his Instagram, but Westside or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think it's an interesting story. Yeah, Louie's not going to do Instagram, so he's, gonna, he's not going <laughs> to take all this stuff. Actually, what, um, the way I got started doing Conjugate was kind of, uh, it's kind of... It's kind of a pretty cool story. Actually, just to give you an idea what kind of person Louie is, he's actually a pretty cool guy, man. But anyway, so what happened was, you know, basically, um, I had my team, I had a, I had a damn big team, and we were doing, you know, anything, they were, we were doing anything that I, that I said we were doing. Basically, so what, basically, I'd read a Powerlifting USA magazine, and I'd find a training, uh, a training cycle from, you know, the best guys in the business, because that's all, that's all that came out in Powerlifting USA was the best guys, and of course, we'd try and do their training programs, you know, it's, um, Progressive over, overload stuff with exact weights, no percentages, just exact weights. Of, so I try and figure out everybody's weights, and then it used to take me all, all about a, a week and stuff to. But I write everybody's programs for them, and based on what I learned, and that worked for a while. Don't get me wrong, it worked for a while. We got strong, you know, and um, and then we got weak. I don't know. We didn't. I mean, we did, we did okay, you know, but I just it just. It wasn't working for me, and I was always actually amazed at how strong the Russians were at the time, you know, and I go, what the hell are they doing different than we are? And they had to be doing something different. So I looked, and anywhere I could find uh, information, and I, you know, I, I found very minimal stuff until I was reading, a, reading an article in Power of the USA one time that Louis Simmons did, and so, uh, <clears throat> so Louis screwed up and put his number at the bottom of the page. <laughs> So guess who called it? <coughs> I did. I called Louie, you know, and uh, and so um, I asked for him, and um, they put me on hold, and they brought him to the phone. He was he was at the gym. I could hear the gym, the weights clanking in the background, and he came to talk to me, and uh, I asked him some questions, and Louie, you know, he, of course, he answered the questions I had, you know, 
I actually wanted to have a conversation with him, but yeah, of course, Lou didn't know me. You know, and, and who was I? I? You know, was I even able to knowledgeable enough to even have a conversation with him at the time? So he told me what he knew, and I got off the phone. And I go, man, that's not enough. So I waited a couple of days, and I called him back, tried to put it together, and and he talked to me again, and and then I started calling him more frequently. And there was a point there. I'm not lying, right? And I don't know if you admit this or not, if you can remember. There were times I'd hear him say, "Tell I got him out here." <laughs> And I go, shit, damn it. So finally, I try, he started talking to me more. And actually, believe it or not, we became friends over the phone. And, uh, and we did. We used, to, we used to talk frequently. And then uh, he said, you know what, Anthony? He goes, I want you to uh, film your guys training. And I want you to send me a video of all you guys squatting. And so he did. And, you know, he, he, created, he basically gave me some basic critique over the phone. But then he goes, you know what? I'm going to send you a video of how to squat, and I'm going to and, uh, and I'm going to give you instructions, independent instructions, and I'm going to try and critique some of your guys by name. You know, we have to put our names on there and stuff. And basically, he did. So Louis sent me a training video of bench and squat, and that's how we learned to squat, man. You know, believe it or not, Louis did that for us. So you know, I thank Louis. You know, and that's the kind of person he is. People don't know. But that's the kind of person Louis is. Louis, you know, if you if you are are after information enough, he'll figure it out. And if you're that hungry, he will help you. You know, I'm not saying you can go lift in his gym because you know that's invitation. But I'm saying the help's there. He knows. He's knowledgeable, man. I, you know, and I thank him in many many ways. You know, because that's what Louis did for me. And um, you know, I thank him. Great guy. <laughs> um. I wish you could find those videos. Yeah, I know. Somewhere. That'd be cool. I, I, I don't even remember what I did with them. I remember I gave them to Mike Adelman for a while. I don't remember. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll change it up a little bit here. We got we got a question from our buddy, uh, CrossFit Beaver. Yeah. And uh, basically he wants to ask uh, how to get to your level of machismo. <laughs> Beaver, how to get to my level of machismo. Well, basically... Don't stop what you're doing, Beef. You started doing this, keep going. Don't stop. Train all the time. Train right. Eat smart. Eat right, you know. Um, and I can promise you, when you get to be my age, you will be one macho motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, you kind of answered a couple of these, like, uh, these questions already. Um, how are you so jacked at 65? I'm so jacked at 65. First off, I'm 55. I'm not 65. Yeah, 55, but motherfucker. 55, <laughs> motherfucker. I go, but when I'm 65, I hope to be in, you know, some, in decent shape, you know, God willing, you know what I mean? And uh, hopefully I have my health still. But, you know, basically, um, you know, don't stop doing what you're doing. Like I just told B, you know, keep doing it, you know, um, especially if you love it. You know, make it a way of life, make it important, eat right. You know, I don't, I don't drink much, you know, I mean, I, once, once a week, I am the weekends, I might have a couple of glasses of wine or... We'll tell you about his bachelor party later. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, a couple of beers, you know, on the weekends, you know what I mean? And, you know, just, it all depends where I'm at in training, you know, but that's it, you know, be smart about what you're doing. Don't stop. Don't stop. Train smart. You know, you always... Constantly making changes, you know. I mean, be smart 
Don't kill yourself. Sleep. That's it, man. Well, our, ne our next question we got um, is from Eric F uh, underscore needs 195. He's got, actually got a couple questions on here that we put. Um, first one is, what's a, kind of your tip for pull-up progression? Pull-up progression. Pull-up progression. It's, you know, I used to tell the guys when they were younger, you know, pull-ups are tough. In fact, if you go into a commercial gym, maybe not as much anymore, but at one time, you could walk into a commercial gym and there's two apparatuses that would be empty most of the time. That was a squat rack. The other one was a pull-up rack. Why? Because they're fucking hard. You know, I always say pull-ups are the squat of the upper body. They're fucking a bitch to do, man. You know, and, and especially, and there's a lot of, a lot of factors going to why people can't do pull-ups. You know, leverage, you know. You know, um, what's it called? Um, what's I'm looking for? Um, relative strength. Relative strength. You know, it's, it's, it, it all goes hand in hand. Does that mean there's, I know there's probably a lot of strong men that are strong as fuck, but they can't do a pull-up. So there's a lot of factors going there. But basically, the best pull-up progression, I think, personally, that's worked for me and for other people is, I'm going to give you an example. If you can do three pull-ups, three good ones, you can do three, and you might be able to do two sets of three, which might equal what, six? So here's an idea. I would get up and do one pull-up, let yourself down, rest about 15 seconds, get up and do another one. Do as many of those as you can, and then eventually you want to start adding, you know, however many times you want to do it a week, depends, don't kill yourself, you know, because eventually you'll get tired of that too. You add one when you can, you add one when you can, because you, you see what happens, you just did, instead of doing six, more likely you'll be able to do maybe 10. We just increased your volume by, you know, by, by, uh, by just doing one, but you're, increasing, but you're increasing your rest time after one rep, and you just increased your volume. And that volume over time is gonna make you stronger. So then test your, after that, test yourself, and I would bet you $1,000, you'll be able to do more than three pull-ups. And, and then that's the way you build it. Now, once you can do 10, you know, then you're on your way. Then you just, you know, just figure it out. You know, you just don't stop doing them. That's the other thing. Don't stop doing pull-ups because you get weak at them quick. But that's just, a, that's an idea for pull-up progressions. Of course, don't give up doing lat pull-downs and other stuff that makes your lats strong because you need the, you, you need all that. You know, of course, you know, pull-ups kill your biceps too. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's I mean, you don't see a gen, you don't see any gymnasts out there with uh, small biceps, right? No. And that's from doing a lot of pulling stuff. Try that. I guarantee that will work. Um, there's another question. But we don't got a name to it, but what's your favorite core exercise that carries over to the big three? Well, the core exercise carry over the big three. Well, you know, the thing is, the thing about the core is what hopefully people understand the core is made up of the lumbar spine, which is low back, the obliques, the abs. That makes up your core. That just supports you. You know, everybody thinks of the core is just there being their abdominal muscles, which is wrong. It's those three that those three groups that I just mentioned. So basically, the best way to make your core strong is to load it. You know, whether it's a heavy squat, my favorite all-time core is exercise for the all three is the Good Morning. You know, 
It doesn't have to be heavy good mornings. You know, if you can do heavy good mornings, you have to be prepared for those. But even if you start reps of five, that's my best, my number one favorite core exercise. You know, you know, as far as uh, abdominal exercises, it doesn't matter what you do. I like standing pulleys, kneeling pulleys, you know, with, uh, you know, just uh, stuff like that. For whatever reasons, you know, you do have to have strong abdominal muscles. And sometimes, sometimes people don't have strong enough abdominal muscles. Because the stronger your abdominal muscles muscles are, the better you can build what intra-abdominal pressure, and that's what's gonna that's what's gonna um, support your spine. Okay, so that's that's the reason for the abdominal muscles. So just load your back, man. Load it back. Try good mornings, you know, for reps, you know. And if you need an idea exactly how to do them right, there's lots of ways to do them. Just kind of shit. There's the internet. Check it out, man. But that's one good one, and just keep making your abs strong for sure. And we'll have some training videos coming up uh, shortly, and we may want to just yeah. do do some good mornings and uh, yeah, and show how we do them and how to do them correctly because there's a lot of bad form out there. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and there are dangerous exercises if you don't do them correctly. Yeah, oh no, no, that's, that's no shit. They are. Um, unless you get a drink there, your coffee. Uh, well, we, we already touched on this one. How'd you get your start in powerlifting? Um, how long you've been training? We've already talked about yeah. that. Um, we got another question. How can I buy a Zia hat? They look dope. We don't have any Zia hats available right now. We're working on our online store. Um, our online store right now is Zia Strength Systems at Spreadshirt. You can check that out. We don't have any hats available right now. But we this is an NFP hat. Uh, we will have other Zia hats available. And, uh, well, since I mentioned it, you want to touch on what NFP is? Oh, NFP, yeah, definitely, man. NFP, shoot. Another, another story behind NFP real quick. So, NFP, like I said, you know, we, we used to have the, uh, we used to have our, our, um, our training at the high school there. And, um, of course, I used to bring in, I tried bringing in new rap music every, uh, every day, every, 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 like, Twice a week, I bring new uh, rap music from uh, iTunes, and you know, of course, all the all the guys loved it, you know. And so, one day we were getting ready to start training, we we're getting things set up, and I pulled my iPod out, and I actually uh, gave it to Freddie Yu, and Freddie goes, "Hey, um, I go go plug this in, Freddie." He goes, "All right." He goes, "Hey, what playlist do you want?" And I go, "Oh, the NFP one." He goes, "NFP." He goes, "What's that?" And I go, "I go, not for pussies." He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "All right." <laughs> so that's basically what NFP means. The NFP's been with us forever. But when I say not for pussies, the reason I threw that out there was NFP, you know, not for pussies is means anything that you want to be good at, anything that you want to really be good at is not easy. And working hard at something is not for pussies. I don't care if it's graduating from college. I don't care if it's, I don't care if it's, if you're making baskets for flowers. If you want to be the best at it, it's fucking not easy. And shit, and that's not for pussies. And that's why I say don't quit. You know, the... I used to always... Um, these guys were good at keeping my quotes all the time. And I used to forget them, but they never did. One thing I used to say back then was... Everybody's a pussy sometimes. Just don't be one every day. And that's where all this came from. But NFPs have been always been a big big part of us. Stuck with us. That's uh, the CrossFit now. And... Uh, you know, that's just, that's just kind of part of who we are, man. Yeah, I mean, 
To be the best at anything, it can't be a fucking pussy. That's right. Nope. Um, here's here's one from uh, I think it's Dre Alicia. Do you perm your hair? <laughs> Do I perm my hair, Dre? No, I don't perm my damn hair. I just stopped combing it. I got tired of combing my fucking hair. And my hair, because the reason I got tired, tired of combing it is because it fucking got curly on my ass. I don't know why. So I'm getting old. So I said, fuck it, I'm not combing my hair no more. And that's why you see the curls. My hair wasn't always this curly, but it got curly at my old age. So there, that's my that's my perm. Not combing it. No, I don't perm it. <laughs> God damn it. Um, he, here, here's one, uh, again, from our, our friend Eric F. Uh, Neves. I hope I'm saying that right. But uh, how to effectively peak in conjugate method? Uh, how often do you test comp stands in the squat on max effort day? So yeah, so you know, peaking in the conjugate method or system is you know it's there's a lot of ways you can do that you know, but basically, you know, three weeks out from a competition, you need to do a heavy squat if you're squatting, okay. You need to do a heavy squat, you know, and that could be maybe um, um, could be maybe a five pound PR, all right, and just know, but there's going to be a deload the, that week before before you do a heavy squat, because by the time you're getting pretty damn beat up from the training cycle, okay, you're going to do a heavy squat um, the week following that. You're gonna that Monday, if that's your max effort day, you're going to do your opener deadlift. Um, that Friday, which is your your uh, dynamic squat day, instead of that that and we call it a circumax, is that heavy squat. After that, you can go down to like eighty percent. No, this is just an example of what you should be doing. Okay, it's not written in stone exactly, but three weeks out, you should do something heavy, and then start start your delayed transformation. A week after that, we do eighty percent. The week after that, we do fifty percent, and then the week of the meet, we do nothing. Okay. And that's the way, and we do that, and people, they, they start to they start to freak out because they say, oh, I'm not doing enough, I'm going to get weak, I'm going to get weak. They don't get weak, they get stronger. So that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Everybody feels like that, but as you start to get anxious, that's a good sign that you're getting ready to go. You want to be able to explode the day of the meet, not, not in the gym. Gym don't mean shit. It's what you're doing the meet. If you're antsy and you're ready to roll, then guess what? You're probably ready to go. And just to touch on that, when we first started doing conjugate, I know that feeling of like, man, I, you know, I'm not doing anything, but you just have to trust the system. It's worked. It's proven it's worked for a long time. Um, there's all these other programs out there. Not, you know, some of them are great. Don't get me wrong. There's not one way to train, but the reason I always liked it is because one, you can tailor it to you or to me or whoever's watching it. And then... But you got to be able to trust in the system. It's worked for so long. And I think a lot of people try to say that conjugate doesn't work for raw. And I think most of that is because most are newer lifters that aren't patient enough and want instant gratification. Yeah. And it works. There's no such thing as just because you're raw or equipped that things work. I mean, you tweak a few things. Yeah. You still got to put, yeah. put the weight on your back instead yeah. of squatting. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Oh, and uh, as far as competition stands, I uh, remember the yeah. end part of that question. How often do you test that? I don't know. Test as often as you think you need to. Yeah. If you, if you know, if you don't have very much experience squatting, well, then you know, by all means, squat. You gotta learn how to do it. Okay. So if you need more practice, then you probably need to do it more. You know. You know. You, 
um, the guys in Westside, you know, they, they, they don't have to practice as much. And the box squat gives them plenty of practice. Don't get me wrong. If you're doing a box squat wrong, it's not going to hurt your, your, hurt your form. You know, if you're a newer squatter, you might notice timing and stuff off a little bit. You might take a couple weeks to get ready to roll to that. You know, some people take, take more than others, but the more experience you have, the less it takes. So if you need more practice of squatting, you know, and, you know, and, and using wraps, for instance, things like that, use them. You got to learn how to use them. You know, don't, don't be expecting, I was going to throw on wraps and, and only use them twice. Well, that don't work like that. Anything that you're not good at takes practice to get good at it. So you, 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 you practice that, um, that competition stance as much as you think you need to. I, don't, I mean, you can just use the same stance, change bars, whatever you think you need to do. You don't have to do it every week, but as much as you think you need to. If you need practice, do it. And I think that's one of the other, you know, knocks on conjugate is that you don't get enough practice. And which I can see being true for newer lifters. I think that's why we always put newer lifters on like a five three one type program to get the practice, you know. Yeah. And I think that's that's I mean it's a legitimate question, but it's like almost once you get to a certain point, how much practice not that not that you ever perfect it a hundred percent all the time, but no. you don't need as much practice once you get to a certain point. No. So I think for newer lifters, practice that competition stance, or competition grip, or whatever a little more often. Yeah. And then as you get going, you kind of figure out, and that's what the conjugate system allows you to do is figure out what works for you. Yeah, definitely. Because I always say, you know, always, always worry about the technique first. Because without, I mean, because if you can't maintain good technique or proper position, then from there you deal with, okay, why can't I? Then it's maybe it could be the weakness, could be mobility, flexibility, could be a lot of things. But always, always work technique first and then go from there. Cool. Um, as as we get going, we got uh, we got one from Janine. She says, how can I make John Posen feel as special as you do? Oh, that's not that easy, Janine. Especially crazy. now, today on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's she's a little jealous. She's kind of worried. John Posen, pro strongman out there. You can follow him. Uh, what is it, JP? What's his? JP Strength, I believe. JP Strength, John Posen, pro strongman. Trains uh, out of our gym. Ah, uh, Janine, he just likes me more. That's all. You're just jealous. He can do things that you can. I mean, that's it's just, right. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Um, I guess, you know, this kind of touch on, you know, a lot of people want to know kind of what happened with uh, Simon and Garrett um, with Mastetics. Um, they were in the gym for a couple years and recently, you know, came out with a video. Uh, yeah. You know, some of it was true, some of it was way off. But, uh, you know, do you want to touch on that a little bit? Of course, you know, you know, um, you know, I mean, Simon Garrett, it, it, it didn't work out, you know, everybody, you know, um, it was a good video, except for the diaper stuff, I have to say that. You didn't pay for my kids' diapers. That diaper stuff didn't, didn't go over too good. Let's but be real. Aside from that, the video was good, um, they said their stuff, you know, and um, the thing is, everybody knows Simon Garrett planned to, anybody that knows him, they know they originally planned, uh, eventually, planned to open a gym someday. You know, they planned <coughs> to leave the way they did. And, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to, I'm not going to stay a whole, whole bunch on that. You know, it's just, they, um, it's just, they, it, it didn't, didn't work out, you know, it, um, towards the end. And, um, you know, there was, well, this was shit talking. 
Yeah, you know, but the thing is, I always say everybody talks shit. You know, it's just it's just the way it is. But I say people talk shit, but who the fuck cares? You know, um, nobody in there really wanted him to leave. You know, um, I don't know, maybe there was one or two guys, but who, but who cares? But, but I mean, you know, that, that's, that's just, like any walk of life. Like. That's any walk of life. You're not going to make everybody happy, you know, but, you know, we didn't really want him to go, but they chose to leave. That's the way they, they chose to end it. And, uh, and that's all I'm going to say about that. You know, it just, it's just the way it happened. You know, it's just, um, the way it is. Um, yeah, well, so now we'll wrap up here unless there's anything else you want to no, touch on. No, questions. That's um, we may revisit, uh, another Q and A, you know, so, if you have any questions, uh, hit, hit me up on Instagram, Nez uh, Hoover, or you can catch uh, T. And what, what's uh, Coach T5510? Coach T5510. Coach T 5510. Instagram or uh, message on Facebook. And uh, th- these videos will start going up on YouTube, Bars Loaded, and Zia Strength Systems um, as we get that going again. So, feel free, you know, ask questions. And, uh, you know, let's, let's get this thing rolling. Definitely. See you guys soon. Thanks a lot.